My sermon this morning is entitled, What Are You Doing With Your New Life? Last week I I shared my New Year's message entitled, Second Chances, and we talked about how in the coming year there will be many things which will confront us uh, over which we have no control. But the point of the message was that while this is true, there is one thing over which we do have control. There is one thing we have the power to change, and that one thing is us. And we noted that uh, as Paul states in 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away, Behold, new things have come. You see, in Christ, we are new. We have been changed. But the one thing that does not change, the one thing God chose not to take away from us, is our free will. He created us with free will. And while we are new in Christ, we still have the ability to choose. The difference is, before we were in Christ, we could only choose our own will. That was our only choice. But now that we are in Christ, we can choose the will of God. We can choose to turn away from our own will and choose the will of God. Second chances to choose if we will deal with life in the will of God or in our own will. And I ended last week by offering a list of areas where you might have the opportunity to use second chances. I hope during this week you've looked at those and maybe added to your list. This morning, what I want to do is just go a little deeper into this. Yes, in Christ, you have been changed. You've been given a new life. And the question now is, what are you doing with your new life? In 2021, are you going to choose his will and live it? Or are you going to settle for giving in to your own will? You see, the answer to that question will determine what kind of life you will have in 2021. Pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of new life in Christ. We thank you for the power that it gives us, the opportunity to choose not our will but yours. Father, I pray that as we consider this this morning, that you would open our minds to the challenge that is before us and to the opportunity that is before us. Father, we want, we truly want to live as you would have us live. And we ask this morning that you would give us the strength and the courage, the willpower, 
to choose your will. Help us to understand this more clearly as we study this morning. And we ask it in Christ's name. Amen. Have you uh, ever been talking to someone and asked them, how's it going? And their response is, oh, same old, same old. You've probably said that yourself, maybe. Same old, same old. Well, yes, life can be like that. But we don't have to be. Life can be the same old, same old. But we can be different. We have the power to change how we respond to and react to the same old stuff life keeps giving us. We have been changed. We are no longer bound to living only according to our will. We have the power to choose to respond and react in accordance with the will of God. We have a new life. So what are we going to do with it? I want to address this question this morning by looking at one, as- one aspect of our being, <clears throat> which is really the, the axis on which this question turns. You see, whether we act in the will of God or in our own will depends solely on the choices we make. And choices are made with our minds. When we were made new in Christ, we were also given a new mind. We were given the mind of Christ. And with it, we can live the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, the joy, the love, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the patience, the gentleness, the self-control. That's all a part of the mind of Christ. But in giving us this new mind in Christ, God did not push aside our minds. That's why there's free will. If he had, if God had pushed our minds out of the way and just put the mind of Christ in us and nothing else, he would have destroyed our free will. But God did not wish to destroy our free will, and I pointed out why before. You see, with no free will, there's no such thing as love. Love is a choice. It has to be. God did not want puppets with no choice but to love him. He wanted beings who chose to love him. And so while he did not push aside our human mind, he did make a change. He gave us the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is a part of us. If we have accepted Christ as our Savior, we were changed, we were made into a new creation, and a part of that new creation is the mind of Christ. It's a part of us. And as a new creation, we have the ability to choose to live 
with the mind of Christ. So again, what are we going to do with it? I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Derek Amato. Anybody ever heard of Derek Amato? He was born in, uh, on November 19th, 1966. That was a good year. That was the year I graduated from high school. Not quite 40 years later, on October 27th, 2006, uh, Derek Amato was playing football in, the ba- in his backyard. <clears throat> and in trying to catch a, a pass, he dove for it and ended up diving into the shallow end of a pool, swimming pool. He suffered a major concussion. In fact, it was five days before he woke up. But when he woke up, something was different. Something was very strange. He kept seeing blocks, pictures of blocks in his head, in his He envisioned these blocks. Some of them were black, some of them were white. And before long, he began to realize that what he was seeing was sounds. He was seeing sounds. And in a very short time, he came to understand that suddenly, through no power of his own, he could play the piano. And not just a little. I mean, he could play it masterfully. He had had no training. He knew nothing about the piano. But all of a sudden, he could masterfully play the piano and compose on the piano because he saw it all in his mind. It's an amazing story. To suddenly be able to play the piano. People like this are called savants. Some, some savants slowly begin to realize or understand their ability, their unique ability. Uh, you ever see the movie Rain Man? That's all about a savant who just saw numbers. I mean, a train could go by, and this guy really lived. I mean, this is a true story. A train could go by, and he could repeat the numbers off of every car of the train. He was amazing. Derek Amato was changed. He was given a gift of no power of his own, but it was suddenly a part of him. What if he chose not to use it? God has given us the gift of the mind of Christ. It's ours. We didn't do anything We had no power to get it ourselves. God gave it to us. What are we going to do with it? The Apostle Paul writes in Romans 12, 2, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove the will of God, that which is good acceptable and perfect. You see, choosing the mind of Christ is transformational. It takes us from who we were 
to who we are in Christ. It's transformational, but it's a choice. Choosing the mind of Christ changes how we deal with whatever the world puts before us. Instead of reacting in our humanity, we respond with the mind of Christ. We act within the will of God. We do what Jesus would do. But what happens when we choose not to use the gift? We conform to the world. We do what everyone else who is not in Christ does. And we fail to prove the good, acceptable, perfect will of God. When we fail to choose the mind of Christ, we throw away the opportunity to show Jesus to others. We throw away the opportunity to grow in Christ-likeness ourselves. We turn our backs on the presence of Christ within us. Now last week, I gave you an illustrative list of some areas where you might have the opportunity to make the choice to live as a new creation. And I just want to take a brief look at just a couple of those things. One of them was someone hurts you. With your mind, you want to hurt them. You want to make them pay. You want to put them in their place. You want to give them a piece of your mind, which, by the way, is exactly what you're doing. You're giving them a piece of your mind instead of the mind of Christ. But what would Jesus do? When he was hurt, when he was mistreated, when he was misunderstood, what did he do when the world put him down and did not believe in him? He demonstrated the heart of God. He showed mercy. He was forgiving. He showed kindness. He showed patience. He showed love. So someone makes you angry by what they say or by what they do. Maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's someone you just ran into. With your mind, you want to lash out. They've made you angry. You want to belittle them. You want to throw fuel on the fire. You want to make it all about your feelings. But what did Jesus do? Did he listen? Did he seek to understand? Did he make it about how he felt or did he seek to help them with their feelings? 
You see, the greatest response to anger, the most powerful response to anger is not anger. It's love. When you choose to respond with the mind of Christ, you're going to respond in love. Jesus did not dish out anger from the cross. He offered love. He offered forgiveness. We've been given the gift of the mind of Christ. How will we use it? I could keep going on and on through that list and add other things to it. But I want to zero in on one aspect of the mind of Christ, which, if we would choose, would absolutely make all the difference in how we approach life. Paul writes in Philippians chapter 2, Have this mind in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant, and being made in the likeness of men, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. To choose the mind of Christ is simply but profoundly this, it is to choose to be a servant. It is to choose to be humble. It is to choose to be obedient to the will of our Heavenly Father. So it's a new year, 2021. If you're in Christ, you've been given a new life. And in that new life, you've been given the mind of Christ. What are you going to do with it this year? Are you going to be the same old, same old? <laughs> or are you going to choose to act and respond in the mind of Christ? You see, it is a conscious choice you must make every day is a choice of loving obedience to the will of God he changed us he gave us the mind of Christ but he left the choice with us we're not robots we're not puppets we are creatures he created to be able to love and obey because we want to. You know, people are amazed by Derek Amato. I mean, he does concerts, he writes music. He was blessed by no power of his own to be able to play and compose like a master. 
But what if he chose not to use the gift? You have been given a gift, not by your power, but by the power of God. You've been made a new creation. You've been given the mind of Christ. If you would choose to act and respond to life with his mind, whose burden might be lifted by your service? Whose heart might be softened by your kindness? Whose attitude might be turned around by your loving response? Whose eyes might be opened by your words? Whose world might be changed by your presence? If you were to live each day with the mind of Christ, how might your life grow deeper and stronger in your relationship with the Heavenly Father? But what will happen if you choose not to use the gift? You've been given a new life. What are you going to do with it?